Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. Yes, the playoff picture is all set. But the bigger picture and the bigger story in the NFL today is what do you do with Eagles head coach Doug Peterson? Because in all my years covering sports, I'm talking all my years in all sports, I have never, ever, ever seen a more disgraceful coaching job than what Peterson did in his team's season finale against Washington. Quite frankly, the league ought to investigate it. That's how bad it was. So like I said, listen up. Because trust me here, you're really going to want to get a load of this. Folks, I feel the way I do, trust me, you know I cover the Giants. You know I've covered the Giants for 33 years. But I am telling you, what I witnessed last night, and I've seen teams in in all sports accused of tanking and this and that. But what I saw last night from Eagles head coach Doug Peterson in a game that meant a lot to a lot of people. It lacked total integrity. The integrity of the National Football League has to be questioned because of what Doug Peterson did last night. It was the most, when I say most disgraceful thing, I can't ever think of anything more disgraceful. And we've seen plenty of controversies in our time. You and me, folks. But, and and I guess it also gives meaning, true meaning to the old adage. You know what coaches say, hey, that's what happens when we leave our fate in the hands of someone else. So, if the Giants want to look in the mirror this morning and say, well, you know what, screw it. We can't get pissed off because we did it to ourselves. If we would have won one more game, 
we wouldn't have had to count on the Eagles last night and hope for an assist to get into the playoffs. Because what, as you know, the the winner of the Giants-Cowboys game yesterday, which was won by the Giants, they had to wait and see what happened in the Eagles-Washington game. If Washington won, which they did, they are the NFC East champs. Had the Eagles won, then the Giants, because they won earlier in the day, would have been NFC East champs, and they would have gone on to have a home playoff game next Saturday night against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but that didn't happen. But here's why I am so pissed off. The game starts, and it looked like the Eagles might be blown out. I I mean, early. You know, it was 10-0 before you blew your nose or farted. That's how quickly it happened. But Jalen Hurts, not once but twice, ran for touchdowns. Young quarterback, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden it was 14-10. Okay. Now the game goes back and forth, whatever, and it's, you know, 17-14. 17-14, Washington. You have a chip shot field goal on fourth down from like the four-yard line. Now, this is a game that means a lot to a lot of people. To a lot of people. Fans. The league. To the Giants. Which you might say for lack of a better term, fuck it. What do they care about the Giants? I'll buy that. But you know who the game also meant a lot to? It meant a lot to the Philadelphia Eagles and their fans. That's right. Because if you watched the game last night, if you watched the game and saw the look of the, on the faces of the various players in Eagles uniforms, It was like, what the hell is going on? The offensive linemen, you can tell, was sick to their stomachs. But anyway, instead of going for a game-tying chip shot field goal, which obviously that's important in a 17-14 game, third quarter, whatever the hell it was, no. On fourth down, he goes for it. All right. So it remains 17-14. But then, in the fourth quarter, I guess it was like 12 minutes and change left, with the ball like on their own 10 or 11-yard line or 9-yard line, whatever the hell it was, deep in their own territory, Jalen Hurts is taken out of the game. Now, folks, I want you to understand this. Jalen Hurts is taken out of the game. He is a mobile quarterback, a strong, mobile, running, gifted quarterback. 
And you are talking about an Eagles team that was absolutely decimated from injury and illness. The offensive line is not what it used to be. So you needed a mobile quarterback. He takes Jalen Hurts out of the game and puts in a little-used nobody, Nate Sudfeld. Who and what is a Nate Sudfeld? Now, apparently the game plan in his mind, Peterson said, he wanted to give the kids some snaps. Well, you know what? I wouldn't have minded if you announced before the game, listen, we're going with Jalen Hurts in the first quarter or we're going Jalen Hurts for the first half and this gift for the second half. But no, in a money game that counts... He puts, who, what coach in their right mind, unless it was due to some injury that was, you know, you couldn't help, you put in an ice-cold quarterback. Not only ice-cold, but like with, I got more experience than him, for crying out loud. You do. You put in a quarterback, ice-cold, in a crucial situation deep in your own territory against a ferocious front line of the Washington team, the Washington football team. That move lacked all integrity. All all integrity. I have seen a great deal of just terrible things, you know, nonsensical things. You've, you've heard of players quitting. Let me tell you something. You heard going into that game last night, and I heard a lot of people saying this, ah, Washington's going to win the division because, you know, the Eagles aren't going to care. The players, their bags are packed. They're going home. They're not in the playoffs. They're not going to care. How wrong could those comments and those sentiments have been. Yeah, the Eagles lost the game last night, but did you see how hard they were playing? Those guys cared. They wanted it. They were pissed off. Really? I'm telling you, that was the most disgraceful thing I had ever seen in my life. Those players wanted it. The players didn't quit. Worse than the players quitting, the coach quit. The coach quit. It just boggled my mind to see that. Boggled my mind. How do you do something like that? You put in Nate Sudfeld, who is not mobile. Inexperience aside, maybe he would have been a super fast scrambler or something. But you you put him you put a guy in with no experience in harm's way, deep in his own territory against a team with a ferocious front line. And I'll tell you something, I don't. A lot of times, I don't like what Chris Collinsworth has to say, 
But Collinsworth was dead on the money, dead on the money in this game because he said, he was talking to Al Michaels and said, I don't know that I could have done that. I, I wouldn't have been able to do that. I mean, he was right on the money when he said that. And, and let me give you examples of coaches these last two, three weeks of not quitting. Adam Gaze, who, you know, was kicked out the door by the Jets, understandably so. You, you knew that was going to happen after uh, they've, you know, they wrapped up their season against uh, the Patriots with the loss. But Adam Gaze and the Jets didn't quit. 0-13, they went into L.A. to play a Rams team that was fighting to get into the playoffs, which subsequently they made it in. They 0-13, they beat the Rams. The next week, they faced the Browns team that was fighting to get into the playoffs, subsequently got in. They beat the Browns. They lost yesterday to the Patriots, but they didn't quit. They didn't quit. Did you see the Houston Texans-Tennessee Titans game this past weekend? Houston had nothing to win. The Titans... Titans were vying for a... um, a division title. You had an interim coach who's been in the league for a gazillion years, Romeo Crennel, for the Houston Texans. Did you see them fighting to the very end? They subsuequently lose 41-38 on, on, on a field goal that hit the crossbar or the uprights and went in. But, but really, did you see the players? Did you see Romeo Crennel on the sideline? Like for him, it was life and death. That's how you play. That's how you coach. And and folks, trust me. I don't care if the Giants had lost yesterday afternoon and it was the Cowboys who got jobbed. That was the most disgraceful thing I had ever seen from a head coach in the National Football League and in all sports. In all sports. Basically, in the middle of the game, he said, screw it. Enough. I got a better one for you. If that's what you wanted to do, if in your mind you were going to bring in Nate Sudfeld, why not bring him in after you kick a field goal and tie it? So he comes into a tie game. But no, you pull this shit. It was absolutely, it it turned my stomach. I don't remember ever being so pissed off in a game. Like, it it, it just, it left me dumbfounded. I, I could... I never like to say, you know, you hear it all the time when it comes to betting 
and, 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 you know, the better say, oh, the fix was in. They did this. They went for this point. They didn't go for two points. But a beep, but a bop. You know, a million and one things. You know, I'm, I am not a conspiracy theorist. But I saw that. I said, what the hell is he doing? And, and really, you know, folks, as I said in the open, the story today in the National Football League should be about the playoffs. That's what it should be about. It should be about next Saturday's games. You got Indy at Buffalo at 1. You got the Rams at Seattle at 4, 440. And then at night, it's Tampa Bay at Washington. And Sunday, you got Baltimore at Tennessee. That should be a barn burner. And then you have Chicago at New Orleans. And then uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh one more time. But we're not talking about that. And a lot of people aren't going to be talking about it. And you know what? Also, people should be talking. You know what's a wonderful story? It really is. That Ron Rivera, who battled cancer, head coach of Washington, and Alex Smith, who people thought was going to lose his leg and possibly die, they're in the playoffs. It's a wonderful story. In that respect, it is. The wonderfulness, if wonderfulness is a word, it was taken away. Everything, the integrity of everything was taken away because of what Doug Peterson did. And when I say the National Football League ought to investigate, I mean they ought to investigate. Roger Goodell needs to get off his ass and, and they need to have a discussion. I don't know if it's the competition committee or something, but what happened in that Philly-Washington game can't ever happen again. And if some moron wants to say it's no big deal, then shame on them. Because karma is a bitch, and it can come back and bite you on the ass. What I got to see was absolutely, you know, Bill Parcells once said to me, he once said, you know, a lot of people, you guys don't get it. You know, athletes compete. He, he said to me, you know, Russ, Sims and Taylor, Phil Sims and LT Lawrence Taylor, they'd compete in a parking lot, in a parking lot. And you know what I said? I said to Bill, I said, what are you talking about? He says, I'm telling you, they compete in a parking lot. I says, Bill, they, they compete for nothing? Well, how come then both of them have a, had holdouts, contract holdouts in their careers? But then I got to understand his point. Sims invited me to play golf with him one day. And we were on the practice putting green. And he had a, a friend of his with him. And I saw the way he was practicing putting. And I said to myself, at that very moment, I said, you know what? Parcells was right. 
They compete over everything. Over everything. They compete. That's what athletes do. That's why when people say, ah, they don't care, they're going home. And I understand that. You know, you're out of the playoffs. Maybe your organization is going no place. Your bags are packed. You're waiting for the season to end. It's the dog days. I didn't see that last night. Those Eagles, and, and people were saying that to me, and I said, bullshit. The Eagles players will not lay down. They are playing a fierce, fierce rival in Washington. The player's attitude is going to be, screw that. We ain't going to the playoffs. We want to make sure they're not going to the playoffs. And that's the proper attitude to take. It's called competition. It's called competing. And as far as I'm concerned, Doug Peterson, how he can look his players, especially his veteran players in the face, in their faces, and say, well, you know, we had a game plan. Game plan my ass. You know, Jalen Hurts, what, what's a young player like that supposed to say? I mean, really? New into the league, so what's he supposed to say? You know, something like that's up to the coach. But what I'm supposed to say is what I'm saying. That is the ultimate disgrace that I have seen. It gets no worse than that. It lacks of all integrity, all honor. It embarrasses the league. They're not supposed to, the Eagles are not supposed to give a shit about the Giants. They're supposed to give a shit about themselves. And the Eagles came out and played with honor. They played with dignity. They played with integrity. The players tried to win the game. And the coach took it from them. Think about that. The coach took it from them. The coach pulled the rug out from under them. The coach sandbagged them. I mean, did you how, how about the Pittsburgh Steelers game yesterday against Cleveland? Cleveland needed the game to get in. Now, Pittsburgh came out you know, Tomlin said, Mike Tomlin said, we're not starting Ben Roethlisberger. They had the number three seed locked up. Ben was not going to play. Listen, it's a quarterback long in the tooth. You know, had big injuries last year, came back strong this year. <laughs> you, you want him healthy for the playoff game. I get that. He started Mason Rudolph. But they played. The game meant nothing to Pittsburgh. They played their asses off. They even went for a two-point conversion late to try and tie the game. They played their asses off. It's called competing. It's the integrity of the game. 
as what my old friend Herm Edwards said when he was the head coach of the Jets. You play to win the game. That's what you do. Boy, I'll tell you what. If you think there was a hated rivalry (laughs) between New York and Philly, meaning the Giants and the Eagles, you ain't seen nothing yet. And you know what? It's unfortunate because you don't need this stuff. That rivalry is heated as it is. You don't need this stuff. From a coach? Really? Just absolutely disgraceful. I, I, I mean, you know, I, this is such a fun part of the year for me. I enjoy it. You know, the postseason. I mean, listen, listen, next week you get three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, you know. Other than your spouse who doesn't like football getting pissed off, man or woman, hey, those of us who do, ladies and gentlemen, we hit the jackpot. It's a great time. But, but this leaves such a sour taste in my mouth, and I don't know how any coach, and, and you know what's going to happen. Here I am doing this podcast. You know people are going to be asked that question. Coaches are going to be asked that question. What you know? What's a coach supposed to say? Well, you know that's his decision. I I got to worry about my team. And I I give Collinsworth, Chris Collinsworth, credit for last night saying I could not have done that. I mean, this Doug Peterson, and you talk about a Super Bowl winning coach. He ought to damn well be ashamed of himself. Damn well be ashamed of himself. I mean, he didn't even have Carson Wentz dressed, inactive. So if you want to have a game plan and and say, especially with what's at stake, then say up front ahead of time. Okay, I'm going to go with one guy in the first half, another guy in the second half. But to say, screw it, I'm not going to go for a game-tying field goal from a chip shot away. Instead, I'm going on fourth down to try and get the touchdown. And then I'm going to put an ice cold quarterback with just about zero experience in a game late, you know, in a game in the fourth quarter, like at his own 10 yard line against the fierce front four of Washington. I mean, Sudfeld was picked off. He fumbled. Not that it can't happen to anybody, but really? What are you trying? You're telling me you wanted to find out what Sudfeld had? How about wanting to find out what your young Jalen Hurts had? Let's see if this young man could take care of business and, and, and get a win in this meaningful game. Let me tell you, as I've said many times during this spot here today, 
the most disgraceful thing I have ever seen. Ever from a coach. Ever in any sport. In any sport. I don't know how Doug Peterson sleeps at night after that. You call yourself a coach? I call I call you a fraud, Doug Peterson. An absolute disgrace. I said it in the open. The NFL should investigate. The competition competition committee needs to get together. Shit like that can't ever happen again. It's a black mark on the National Football League. Period. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to get a load of you. So please let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do that on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Now I'd like to give a thank you to my new home here at Gleave.com, the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, as always, I want to give a great big, big thank you to you, the people out there, because without you, the people, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Talk to you next time. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.